bows and bow ties. I had a slight delay when I wanted to come on, but it's okay. So, um, I was looking through some social media posts yesterday. Well, let me rephrase that. I had uploaded some things. Um, I think it was some shorts and I don't even know when I had them set to go live. I think some are set to go live this morning, some went yesterday. I don't remember. I mean, it was really quick. And um, I ran across a video. I don't know how this was in my view. Well, I guess because it, I don't know. There was I clicked on it. And there was a woman who was talking about what she was looking for in a man. I don't know why I clicked on it because I usually get tired of hearing that kind of stuff. But it was interesting because I thought it was going to be something very typical. It looked like there was a panel of people on the stage and I thought it was going to be like, I want him to have some money and I want him to have this, which are all really good things. But what was so interesting was she didn't use the same words I used, right? But the same sentiment of what she was looking for. And I actually paused because I'm like, I don't hear too many people say this. And I actually listened. It was only about a handful of minutes. I don't know if it was like two minutes, three minutes. I don't know. But she was getting off. I don't know if I saw it on TikTok or if I saw it on YouTube. I think it was YouTube. I think it was a short video. I couldn't even tell you who it was. Oh, I'm stuck behind this slow truck. So, I don't know who it was. I couldn't tell you what channel it was. I don't know what the panel was. I don't know any of these people. And it was one young lady on the panel who really reacted to what this woman said. Because I think she felt it. So I'll just say this. Let me speak in relation to myself. She used different words now, and now, but I would say the sentiment is the same. So for those of you who know me, I started off doing a podcast. I had like a regular podcast. I was like, I don't really want to be in video on YouTube. So I started off with just a regular audio podcast. And I would get on my podcast and talk about all kinds of issues such as those. But, you know, I didn't want to focus on those. I was trying to figure out what is my focus? What is my niche? Why is my eye being so weird this morning? So I remember having a conversation with some people. I think I've had multiple conversations. This has been like several years ago. I may have even done a video on this. And I talked about the kinds of things I looked for in my husband. And let me just say this. There's nothing wrong with saying you want someone of means and that type of thing. But and I'm, maybe I'll circle back to that in this conversation. Maybe not. But let me tell you what I was attracted to. Okay. When I met my husband, I was a professional. And since a lot of you out there love talking about six figures, what is up my eye? You love talking about six figures. Let me say this. Since I'm a professional, as other people around me are professionals, like that's not a flex. Like many people have have that. When I met my husband, I was making six figures. So let me just say this. For someone to want someone of means, of course, because I'm not here to take care of a man, right? But that for me it was bigger than that. All right. Because I don't want to have to sit here and defend the fact that I don't want anybody broke. I think you guys already know and understand what I'm about. When I met my husband and besides the fact that he was silly, he made me laugh. And I was like, what is up with this dude? You know, 
what I had really, what was so attractive to me, check this out, was he was so intentional. He was intentional. So when we decided that we wanted to be something, we wanted to be a couple, we wanted to be together. The way he was, like, there's a silly side of him, and then there's, like, a a serious side all about business for a second. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Because now we were like-minded people. But he was very intentional. So when we decided that we wanted to be together, he was so clear on what it was that he wanted. Like, there was, he wasn't playing any games. There were no games being played. He'll let you know, like, I want you. Like, I'm not, I'm just kind of, like, keeping it just, like, simple. But he's like, I want you. And once we decided that we wanted each other to be exclusive with each other, what was so attractive was when we started talking about what we wanted in life, where we wanted to be, what were our visions. I had vision. He had, like, vision, vision. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was like, okay, this is, this is what I see. But what was interesting was he didn't tell me what to do. He told me what he, he thought the vision was. And he was like, what do you think? Because he had thought about, this is what I want. This is what I want in retirement. This is what I want in our day-to-day life. This, these are the kind of things that I want to explore. What do you want to do? Do you want to do these things? And then, check this out. He didn't just say, I want to do these things. This is my view of the future. He had, like, a plan. Like, he would lay out steps to how to achieve X. And if you do this, and it's going to compound, like, especially when you came to retirement, right? You can do this, and it'll compound like this. We should have this amount by this amount. And if we had this many kids, and each kid should get this amount. I'm like, he was, like, going all in. And I was like, oh, oh, be on my. (laughs) When he would talk about whatever it was, something in the future that we wanted to do, where we wanted to go, how we wanted to do, how we wanted to spend, or whatever it was, he had a plan. He had vision. And it was clear. There was no mistaking what the plan was. It doesn't mean that the plan can't change. But he was like, he was a natural born leader. He's a dominant personality that has got, I call it, no, you don't got soft in your old age. But I, I say that because as you mature, as we both mature, you know, you change as people when you're growing together. And so before I remember when we were, uh, when we were younger and he had to learn to adjust to me and vice versa, right? Because he was used to leading, doing, accomplishing, achieving, but so was I. And he had to understand, wait a second, this is an accomplished woman. I can't come at her crazy. This is a conversation. Now, this is the thing. We have always agreed. If it makes sense and it passes a smell test, all right, let's go. Like, there's certain things that he had to learn. Like, you know what? My wife does this. Well, now wife does this better than me. Like, he was good at things. But you know, she's actually better at this. And his ego wasn't involved. He's like, okay, go with it. He was like, go. Now. 
there were times when I would want to do certain things. And if it didn't make sense to him, he was like, you know, there's a copper over there. He was like, okay, wait a second. I don't want to do that. I don't agree with that. Blah, blah, blah. That's what he would do. He would do that. And then we had to have a conversation about it and figure out, what, I'm like, why are you uncomfortable? And vice versa. But ultimately what attracted me to my husband, just to be clear, was he he was very intentional about what he wanted. And then he had a plan for like his vision of things. He's not a talker. I remember he told me when we were younger, like my husband, you first see him, like he's like, a, I call him a closet nerd because he doesn't look like a nerd, right? Because he's used to, he's, he's kind of a physical guy. You know, he played sports and everything like that. But he was telling me how, I've never forgotten this. He told me when he was younger, one of, he, one of the things he did for extra money was he was a bouncer in a club. I'm like, okay, everybody says they're a bouncer. He's like, no, I was. And I remember, I believed him when he was saying these things. He said, let me tell you something. I was an idiot at first. You know, I was just young. I was out there, you know, this, this dude, right? And I was having fun, whatever that means, you know, let your mind run. But he said, when I was a bouncer, you know, I realized, I had learned that there's two types of people in life. There are the people who are going to do, and there are the people who are just going to talk. He was like, let me tell you something. I don't talk. I just do. The people who said that they were going to fight, they did a lot of talking, and they, they weren't going to swing on anybody. The people who were ready to fight, they didn't do a lot of talking. They didn't talk. He was like, I became a, I was like a non-talker. He was like, I've been in a million fights. And he's like, let me tell you something. I've been jumped. I've gotten my behind whooped before because I got jumped. And I've whooped a lot of fights, too. I've, I've tore up a lot of people, too. So for me, the confrontation, like, he's like, I'm too old, like, this was back then. He's like, I'm too old for confrontation. But I want to be clear. I don't do a whole lot of talking. It's not like I haven't been in down that road before. He was like, the people who are about something, they're just going to do it. They're not going to do a lot of talking. They're going to do. So when I look at the way he operates, to this day, that's just how he is. He's like, we're going to do this. I'm like, we're going to do what? He's like, you're going to do this. Are you okay with that? Like, this is what I want to do. Are you okay with that? I, I think we can then he gets goals to his reasons. But he's like, I want to do that. And I was like, <laughs> Okay. But he also extends that same grace towards me. If you want a partnership in your relationship, you got to extend that same thing. But let me tell you what also helped out. So we talked about intention and we talked about laying out that vision, right? The steps, the goal, the plan. I'm sorry, it's laying the plan to the, uh, to the vision. I think the biggest thing in my relationship with him was... I was allowed to rest in my femininity. Now, we talk about this on these other channels where I'm not me because I can't handle listening to it all the time. But when I look back, I was able to rest in my femininity. And he, he offered up what I would call modern-day chivalry. I'm not going to say he's totally chivalrous because this time I'm like, eh, you know, I could be myself. But 
what, what it allowed for is for me to be financially secure, physically secure, sexual um, security, right? Because he wasn't out there whoring and tricking around. I was emotionally secure. Like, it was all those things, right? My security was, it was there. He presented that. And a lot of times we don't know how to name it. But the fact was, I felt secure. Now, I wasn't like this insecure person. But when you choose to be vulnerable and open with a man, or for those of you who are, who are not heterosexual or whatever, like there's a part of you that you have to be willing to share and it makes you vulnerable, right? So what happened was I felt secure in my relationship. Why? Because he was being intentional. He laid out the plans and the steps. He was definitely honest, right? But there was no sugarcoating what he wanted and I was in that same space. And so for me, I didn't have to be everything. I didn't have to be everything in our relationship. So when I was watching that, that clip and I was listening to this woman, she was breaking down. She said it off. Actually, it was probably more eloquently than I could have ever said it. Now, this is definitely probably something that she has shared before. And so she's had practice in conveying that sentiment. Nevertheless, it was, it was beautiful. I forgot exactly what words she used. But many people don't talk about those things. Like you've heard me, for those of you who've listened to me talk before, talk about, you know, Security. I always talk about there's multiple forms of security. The women want security. Um, and within that, like, within security, when we start talking about financial security, like, a lot of times, it's just black people right now because we're so messed up. Like, they hear that and they think, oh, my goodness, gold digger. And so you got to let those, some, some people you just can't save. You got to let them stay where they are. But the fact of the matter is women should want that. You want someone who has the ability to have needs. And everybody's threshold is different. Now, what I'm finding is that some of the whacked out weirdos will demonize women who have put in hard work to um, become successful and to make sure that they provide their own financial security. And what happens is they'll say, like, it's the feminism, it's this, it's that. And I'm like, wait a second. These men need to match that. So... When I was dating when I was younger, now granted, I was around a bunch of professional men, but the fact of the matter was they could match that. So I wasn't concerned about the financial security. It was the other things. And I won't apologize for wanting someone of means, right? Because I worked hard. The one thing I don't want to do is be the one taking care of some man. I just don't think I should be doing that. I'm not saying he has to be Rockefeller. I just didn't want someone that it was going to be a struggle. Y'all know I'm already spoiled. Like, I just wanted to be able to live and not be stressed out. I didn't want to be stressed out. Like, I remember when I was a stay-at-home mom for several years. Now, we had to pull back on our budget, obviously. But, you know, we took care of our family. I know a lot of women who... Um, stay-at-home moms, and, you know, they make it work. But in order to do that, you have to have some means. And a lot of times people will try to demonize that and say, oh, you just want to, I'm like, if you want this, you have to provide that. It's a trade-off. But anyway, I just wanted to say that when I was, you know, young and dating and 
the things that I was looking for and what I was attracted to, what attracted to me to my husband was he was very intentional. He didn't talk a lot. He just did it. And he had plans for how he wanted to do it. Like, he would lay it out. He'd say, okay, this is how we can do this. And he would, like, talk about it. Like, this is what you can do. We'll do this. This doesn't work. We'll do this. We'll do this. It's going to happen like this. And he was, like, all into it. And I was here for it. What I liked was he allowed for me to feel very secure. I didn't have to, you know, be everything. Um, but I can. But it's not necessary for partnership, right? So it allows for me to flourish in other areas because I don't have to put my energy into things that I shouldn't have to. Not if I have a strong, capable man. It reminds me of when you're growing a fruit tree. When you first plant the tree, in the first few years, the, the, the tree doesn't really bear much fruit, if any. And when it does start to bear fruit, you're supposed to pick the fruit off. Shout out to my peach tree. Um, you pick off those those little yearling, little youngins, the, the, the fruit, right? Because you want the energy to go towards growing big and strong, right? So that you can really reap a harvest in the future. So when the following season comes after like three, four years, depending on what kind of tree you have, now you have an outraged amount of fruit. Shout out to my peach tree. So, with that being said, that's kind of like how I see the relationships. You know, like when when you're cultivating things and you're doing things and you no longer have to put your energy into growing certain things, you can just grow tall, right? You get rid of the other things that are taking energy from you. Dude, you got to let me over. This is like my total exit. So, um, that's kind of like how our relationship went. And then, you know what it did for him? It also allowed for him to not to focus on certain things, too. So, let me just say this. I'll use retirement, for example, because my husband really seems to get off onto this. Like, I, I have a plan, but he has, like, a plan plan. Like, he likes to always check in. Like, okay, so I was checking in so-and-so, so-and-so. We're looking good here. We need to do this. Now I'm like, all right, do this. Let me know. Because I'm at the point, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, you got it to control. So, um, the point I'm making is, Getting so I mean I got distracted the thing kicked in and so nevertheless I just want to say this a lot of times people can't see the forest for the hills because they're hearing things like oh she just wants my money or he needs to not be this that, and the other and they don't hear like the bigger picture like a man if you're talking about for husband, now, as I am a woman, so I was looking for a husband. I wasn't looking for a woman. But you want someone who's going to be clear about what it is that they want and their plan. And you want to feel secure. You want all those things. So anyway, that's pretty much it. There's more that I could say. But, you know, I figured I need to just keep it here. But I think this is good enough. Um, we could always deep dive and have other conversations. Um all right, let me know your thoughts. I got to get ready anyway, because I'm going to be entering my work situation shortly. Bye. Subscribe too. Leave a comment.